This is a Bulldog Radio podcast. Hello, everybody. My name is Brennan Sanders, and we're back with the squad for our second Torch Sports Podcast. How we doing, boys? Pretty good. A-plus. Solid. Not bad. Good to be a Friday. Good to be a Friday. I almost forgot it was Friday, to be honest. So, as a reminder, we've got me, Brennan Sanders, Brandon Worth. Yep. Brody Kaiser. Hello. And Austin Arquette. Aloha. Coming at you with all the fair sports news. Along with, you know, whatever else we feel like talking about in 30, 40 minutes. I mean, it's a podcast. It, sports it, it related, flows. of course. Yeah. It flows. We have, it's an interesting flow with the four of us, though, so. It's because we always bounce off each other, but that's how it works. That is how podcasts work, Austin. So, Thank first you. off today, what shall we get into? We've got three. We've got three main stories. Which one do we want to go first? Let's take a um, vote. Flip a three-sided coin. We don't have a three. I say we talk about the athletic complex first. All right. I feel Go like that's it. the wide, most widespread thing that could happen. All right. So, Brandon, you were the main point man on that story. I was, yeah. I got um, talked a lot about um, the plans, fifteen million over $15 million uh, facility upgrades coming. Um, new volleyball arena basically is like the... The, the top pedestal, most notable um, item on the the um, complex renovation. There's a lot of other things, too. Uh, new strength and conditioning area. Um, they're going to renovate a lot of the locker rooms. The the faculty are going to get new offices. That, um, apparently, um, talked to a, a Rob a little bit, and he was talking a lot about how they're going to be more connected to um, where a lot of, like, his office is very at the downstairs, so he'd have to go all the way up to get to basketball and hockey and whatever, but now they're, they're li- likely going to get those connected so that it's a lot easier to run game day stuff which is is really good for them because i mean it's really hard being having to go up three floors just to get up to to each game but it's gonna it's it's really exciting um talk to um volleyball head coach uh tia will brand or brandon wilhelm she's really excited obviously because they're getting a new um arena but um it's it i think it's really uh, one of the underrated things is that they're getting a new entrance to to that um that side of the complex because i mean i know like um uh, fun fact, my sister actually used to play volleyball here a long time ago, um, and it's the same it was back then. And you would have to walk through the ice arena all the way down the stairs, all the way to the volleyball arena. So it's really hard to get to. And the one thing I didn't think about is, like, um, all of the, the older grandparents or um, all the other older family members that are want to watch um, the volleyball players, like, they're going to have to, like maneuver their way down this like that's a it's kind of a, a tough situation for them so i think that's really something that is probably not as noticeable like the entrance on when you look at the way like oh big old strength and conditioning area and, and oh yeah, that's something that i think that's underrated flying under the mm-hmm. radar as far as improvements go because yeah, well, i was gonna say right now the only way that like grandparents and stuff like that can watch is what the glass you have to go like halfway down to the rubber room almost and then you can see through the glass mm-hmm. down into the thing but you're not in the atmosphere right. of the court or no, it's there is a side door at like the bottom level or whatever that the path leads to from Yeah, but I think you still have to take stairs. 
I don't know. Either well, no, way, there, there is yeah. a very, very bottom door because I mean, in yeah. the summertime, that's what um like a lot of the athletes go into the training room just because they're walking from wherever they're going. But like that entrance, it's like, not an entrance. No, yeah, no. it's, not, it's no. like a, not an it's entrance. It's like a fire exit almost. Basically, but they, they use want. it as an entrance. Exactly. Yeah, so you'd have to walk all the way, either all the way around the building, mm-hmm. and in especially like in the winter time right now, where behind behind the sports complex, like I've ventured back there, it's all ice. It's that's oh, not 100%. safe. One hundred percent. It's it's awful. But it's I'm I'm really excited. I know like. A lot of the the freshmen are very excited because they'll get to use this. Uh, seniors, obviously. Yeah, we all. Why? Yeah, because it's, it's been it's been in the Merricks for I've heard five years. I've even heard rumors of ten years when it was kind of more of an idea. But it's been five years where they've been really pursuing it, and now like a lot of the the upperclassmen, like I know I've had personal conversations with that are like, man, it's been an idea for so long. We just wanted to make it happen, and it finally happened. But unfortunately, some of them are just never going to see it, which is tough yeah well i know that their lifting area has been basically untouched since like Mm -hmm. the 1990s 1980s and that's been a major complaint i've heard from athletes especially alumni yeah it's it's really small it's really small i mean for uh for how many people like how many student athletes there are here at the university just the the size um it it makes it so like uh, a lot of um a lot of teams have to go in so many different shifts with so many different people. Like football has probably at least it seems like five, six shifts of lifts every single day. Well, which I mean, is, remember we talked about last week how many different like we're gonna have what three group of freshmen that we talked about last week, and mm-hmm. that they're gonna get to use this, so it's gonna have different correlated times for those workouts because not you can't have three different football teams in there at the same time. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, in that yeah, with how many people that we have like that, it just makes it it just be a lot easier if we had more space, and this is going to allow us to do and that. Who knows what whole COVID thing is going to go around if we still have that to deal with? True, true. I was going to say, uh, there's a story idea about uh, athletes and what they think of the the new renovations. Mm-hmm. I, I think that would be a, that'd be a good one. Probably yeah. one in the mix. I think yeah, we tried to get like an athlete or two, but. Could always I hang think, on to yeah, that right for a little bit time. longer when we yeah. need it. Yeah, yeah I, I was I was looking to get some um, player interviews, but um, by with the timeline and everything, it just kind of didn't yeah. didn't work right. out. And yeah, yep. but it'd be interesting to have just a full story. I think about mm-hmm. oh, absolutely, athlete's perspective. On, absolutely, you know, fr- get some freshmen, get some get some seniors, and maybe some <laughs> alums who are. Yeah, like Brett I can already little, picture a it now. About yeah. it. Seniors, um, I don't really care because I'm not going to get to use it, but it's cool for the freshmen. <laughs> yeah, that's basically yeah. what we'll get from him. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see if um, they let alumni come back and use it. That'll be that'll be something interesting in the works. Yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't think so, since kind of pointless to have them go. Like, what know. are they going to use it for? The athletic training facility when most of them aren't doing athletics anymore. Hey, what if Malik wants to? Malik Taylor wants to come back to do a workout. <laughs> I promise you. What about Peter. Justin Zimmer if he wants to come back and do a workout? I mean, we got an NFL kid. Justin oh. Zimmer. Oh. Yeah, what if, they wanna, what if they're what if they they're visiting back in town and they want to do a lift? Like, are they going to tell they them no? They definitely have other places that they could you're, go. You're telling me right now, if you were in charge of athletics, you were telling an NFL oh, what, athlete what, from his college. Why would I be turning them down? No, that's such a stupid <laughs> idea. That's no. what it sounds like. No, no I'm saying, saying that the, the athletes, athletes would not be choosing yeah. to come oh, here. No, no, I mean, we would happily take them. Well, right, that's fair. Okay, but that's yes, fair. Yeah. Of course. Of course we'd take them back. Come on. It's like our only NFL players for the last, like, 20 years. Well, we got, like, six or right like five or six, Yeah, right? five. Five. So... Hey, never know. It could be six next year. Who knows? How could it be six? It's not like we have anyone leaving the team. Flying under the radar. <laughs> Unsigned draft. <laughs> Unsigned. 
Yes. Unsigned drafty who didn't play football for fair or absolutely in the fall. Okay. Hey, what did Doctor A say? It's all about connections. Skating to where the puck's gonna be. <laughs> Skating to where the she's gonna hate me gonna if I, she ever hears this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because second, it, it'll be a running gag, running gag. So there's that. Ethan Hamilton. That was our main lead story for sports this week. Kind of came out of nowhere too. Yeah. So originally, I was just gonna talk about tracks season. They'd had, at the time of writing the article, they had had two matches, two meets. Um, and I started talking to Ethan Hamilton. He was my, my first interview and he, first thing he said was that he wasn't currently racing because of a COVID caused heart condition that he had. And I was like, oh man, this has got to be the story. Like this is, this is it. Um, and he ended up going into a ton of detail about his heart, which I was really surprised. Usually athletes aren't super open to that kind of a topic, especially sensitive things like that, but he was more than willing to talk about it and. You know, I think it's a story that people need to know about. That's something that I feel like if I was uh, reading the newspaper, that would be a story that I'm really interested in. It's not just saying like, oh, the Bulldogs won their game or they lost their game. It's here's a student athlete who is dealing with a real life issue. um, And here's how it's affecting his athletic career. I arguably could have said that would have took over the new sheriff in town on the front cover just because of how heartfelt that article was. And not even just I mean, it's about the fair state athletics as a whole not just a kid having a heart condition it's Mm -hmm. what he's going through what he's dealing with how they're helping him and it's just a really good heartfelt story about ethan and that's what it was about yeah well the the thing that i i think is more generalizable to everyone instead of just athletes is that you know there is a lot of unknowns about covid Uh, i mentioned it in the article too the um the doctor that i talked to dr emmanuel Jod, Jodva, I think is how you say his I last name. So, yeah. I believe it's Jodva, mm-hmm. so I'm sorry if I mispronounced that. But uh, he was saying there's just so much unknown about the long-term effects of having COVID-19. Obviously, you know, if you have COVID, sometimes symptoms are more severe than others. But months down the road, we're now seeing these these cardiac issues. And that's anyone who gets COVID. That's not just athletes. Mm-hmm. I mean, anyone that's had COVID could have these issues. So I think it's something that people need to know about. Oh, 100%. Absolutely. And I think, I think it's... We're, we have no clue what this virus really is all about. Mm-hmm. Like, and we, it's been around for over a year now. And I think we're still trying to figure out like the effect, long-term effects, heck, short-term effects. Why it only affects some people right. more than better than others or worse than others. Yeah. And I think it was, it was really good reporting to be able to, you know, find the story and do the story and follow it through very well, talking to... Let's see. We were able to get the doctor, Ethan. Did we get anyone else for it? Or uh, athletics responded, but they said oh, they couldn't yeah. comment on the on the situation. Yeah. So which that's usually that's usually their policy with that. Mm-hmm. So right. Well, it was because of a privacy medical policy, oh, yeah. which is totally understandable. I mean, that's just the way it is. But yeah, I mean, it's it's somebody. Yeah. I mean, I've I've had the pleasure of knowing Ethan, and um, we actually had him on the MVSP podcast as well, um, doing an interview and talking about some things with covid and it's just like he's he's a really positive guy and like going through oh, a lot yeah. of this like being around him like he's 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 head is held up high the entire time he's a really he's a really resilient guy and the the fact is i know he he and myself were both on the limb for a while and we're both really getting ready to get back to indoor or outdoor this season and it's just really it's just really an, not necessarily like thinking of this as a sports story isn't necessarily as impactful as just as a person because going through this 
like yeah he's an athlete but like going through everything with covid just makes it that much more relatable to more people like mm-hmm. it's not like exactly. it's not an it's not an athletic injury like not everybody can relate to an athletic injury but with this pandemic going through covid and now understanding more about it and under, having that connection that parasocial interaction with this person on the cover saying oh wait he's went through covid and i have and i know him like or i i had covid i can understand it just bringing that together and bringing the knowledge and understanding of the virus and you compare that to a guy like ethan it's just it's just really an interesting story yeah Mm -hmm. it gives a way for athletes to not uh, let me let me rephrase what i'm saying in my head it gives a way for people that are non-athletes to compromise with those that are our athletes you can compensate that oh well even though he's an athlete i had covid i'm not an athlete but we still went through the same thing Mm -hmm. and they're still in the same book Mm -hmm. yeah i'm I'm definitely really interested for the future um a couple months down the road or even next year talking to ethan again just seeing where he's at in his recovery because you know as he mentioned in in the article he said right now he doesn't have a lot of severe issues it's just being exhausted all the time i think was what he said Mm -hmm. i'm just feeling really tired which and is which the, is common with having having had COVID. Exactly. Yep. And then and then just you know the cardiac issue. So I'd be really interested to see like if in six six eight months he's he's at a different point in his recovery, or if he's fully past it, or if God yeah. forbid he's he's worse off. So I think that's a story that we can follow as well. One hundred percent. Absolutely. One hundred percent. Yep. He's definitely looking forward to having a good outdoor campaign. That's for sure. Yeah, he he's, was, he's been training his butt off. He was very very optimistic throughout the entire thing. You know, I would I would think. If something like that happened to me as an athlete, I'd be I'd be really upset. You know, I'd why is this happening to me? Sort of sort of mentality, but not him at all. Not him. Not him at all. He was he was one hundred percent. Nah, man, I'm good. My training's going really well. I'm I'm just excited for outdoor. And mm-hmm. he said it was. He, he never even said it was a sucky situation. He just went forward saying like, I'm optimistic about the future. So, really good guy, really good story, and I'm glad that that uh, we got to get that out there. Yeah, and then our third main story for the week was uh, Austin's article put out a really solid one on a uh, Jimmy. Is it Scholler? Scholler, I believe. Scholler. It's a weird S C H O or like last and then a name. double L followed. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's one of those beautiful English English yeah. mm-hmm. English language. Yeah, names. that was that was a great time just to file follow the sources on this story, man. Um, the sources are phenomenal. Sit mm-hmm. there to talk to his dad for I have a 22 minute recording just talking to his dad on the phone, and that was even before I hit play and start the recording. Yeah. And now tell us before we get into it, who uh, Jimmy? Oh, Schuller so is. yeah, that'd be a pretty intelligent. Uh, so Jimmy Scholler is a uh, one of our freshman basketball stars uh he's actually a wing he uh is from grand rapids michigan uh went to forest Hills central in high Yuck. school uh good old 6'3 190 pound freshman kid that is uh just phenomenal i mean he was a dual sport athlete and i know um yeah we we know you know <laughs> we you don't like to talk about it but yeah i watched him beat my high school uh in 2019 but in what's football. miraculous about that is what his dad really started just saying of that he never saw football in jimmy mm-hmm. jimmy was a basketball kid from the day he got out of diapers and even before diapers and it was funny because sitting there talking to his dad you're sitting there like okay well like football's a surprise to you and he's still focused on basketball but Broncoma and Raymond Raymond went to 
the kids' football games. Mm-hmm. They went and sponsored the kid and Ferris at his football games, a whole different sport than what they're recruiting him for, but still were in the stands, still encourage him to play football when he didn't want to play football his senior year because he wanted to get ready for Ferris and told him, you're going to regret it if you don't play. Mm-hmm. And that's not what we want. We want you to enjoy your high school to career, then come here and focus on Ferris. So I just thought that of the biggest thing of that whole article, them pushing him to play and mm-hmm. just be there for him is what really flipped Jimmy's decision, and that's what he said a lot. And then, you know, just coming here and being accepted, and he's got a, he's got a start in 14 games so far this season. Yep. Um, he's done pretty good, uh, not too bad. Um, ben Davidson is really taking him as his wing, along with Michael Peterson. They've done a lot of workouts over the summer while he was getting coming in here. Um, they played a lot of golf, so that's another little back forte on him. Uh, he got a golf game. Um there's a little joke in my article that uh Ben David kind of Ben Davidson kind of threw out there that uh Jimmy's not very good at euchre, so I guess we'll see how his card oh, card playing game goes. Game. Come on, you can't be a Michigan guy without being yeah, good. You gotta, yeah, you got I don't think everybody in Michigan knows how to play euchre. But I guess if you're that focused on your athletic career as yeah, as I mean, a young in, then I can understand. He's why. got I mean, plenty he's of time AAU. to learn card. Yeah, he's got he's got years yeah. and years to learn. I mean, uh, the guy played AAU ball. He's he's a phenomenal. He's gonna be phenomenal. You see it about. He's only a freshman, so I mean, give it give it another mm-hmm. year. And he's going to be going. I mean, he's already starting. He's yeah. in the few games that I've watched him. He's definitely he's good at pass. Like his passing oh, skills absolutely. are probably his. And that's best. that's what he wants to do. That that's what he focuses on primarily. He's always wanted to pass. I mean, he told me straight up that his his career goal is to be on the all times assist leader. So that'd be really cool. I mean, and coming from a basketball family, his dad played at Calvin College. Um, I want to say it was ninety four. Okay. I believe I can't remember off the top. I, of my I head. think it was early nineties. Yeah, it, it was somewhere that, around yeah. there. Yeah, I, yeah. Just to, I mean, like I said, just to talk to the sources. I mean, his dad for twenty-two minutes rambled on about him. Yeah, it sucks during COVID. We, we talked a lot about COVID, not being able to see his son on the court, but they get to watch it through the film, because um, Ferris Athletics allows you to um, stream it now. Um, I don't know how the whole. I don't know how that works. I haven't been able I, to see it. Yeah, but, I haven't really. Um, I don't really know. That's how, how they've been able to get to watch him. I mean, they. He said that they get to invite their family over and everything. So that's how they watch him play. They talk to him a lot and everything. It's pretty cool. Um, and then just you know, he's just he's just honored to be a bulldog. He's a real humble stand-up kid, but coming from that dual sport, athleticism and focused, just so focused and driven to be the best that he could possibly be. I mean, I do wish that the team or Bronk would have, you know, not encouraged him to play football at senior year, because again, <laughs> just for the sole fact that they I destroyed like your team, they didn't destroy. That's the thing. We won by seven because we couldn't punch it in with no time left. If he doesn't, Damn. you know, play, we probably win that game. And you know, why is everything got to come back to your hometown? I got to win. I like winning, <laughs> yeah, I, and I, I worked for him, but I'm not a part of the team. I yeah, I actually was. That was. Year. Yeah, it was. Oh, you were a part of the team when he played? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. My, uh, his senior year, I was working, I was helping out their our new head coach. I was his, like, film guy. Oh. So I remember Video watching guy? him play. Yeah. Video photography. Exactly. I was his film guy. Yeah. But, I mean, but, yeah, You. the one thing about Jimmy is, like, watching him play, like, you're not going to see 
the numbers fill up the the stat sheet. He's no, not going to no. be very noticeable in the box score, but what he does on the floor, the thing that really catched out to me is this composure. His first year in college basketball with the coach, like he looks he he looks like he fits in perfectly. He's not frantic, not making a lot of silly mistakes or anything like that that can come with playing at such a high level, but he he's a phenomenal. And just hearing about like the idea of that he wants to be the greatest passer, that's that's phenomenal. Like a lot of guys love scoring, they love getting their all the points they get. Oh yeah, I have a career high of 40 50 but like him being able to say you know what i want to make this team better i want to make this or i want to make everybody else better around me that that's really cool to hear because yeah. i think there's a lot of there's a, that's kind of fallen away with how basketball has changed over the last 10 20 years absolutely i mean you talk about his stats like i have them pulled up right now it's 2.4 points a game 31.4 field goal percentage 22 percent from the three-point line 89 percent free throw shooter a rebound and an assist per game i mean he's doing it all around but he's making the team better. Mm-hmm. He, that's what he is. That he's the glue that just goes into that team and is like, "Hey, we all come together. We win ball games." Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's that's we like you need those guys. Like you don't you don't have to have um, five twenty point scorers on your team because then there's not there's only one ball. You're gonna run into problems, and you have a guy in there that can gel and keep glue the keep the team glued together. I think that that's super important. Oh, absolutely, and I think just the biggest factor of that how he was brought into basketball from whether it was um, just you know high school regular and then AAU he had a little focus in, and then he also had a trainer that his dad knew. I mean, just to get that mindset of at a young age to bring that here too is just phenomenal i mean he was ranked third in the state for a reason mm-hmm. correct so obviously all high quality stories this week another top-notch banger of a paper by us i mean when your editor and the advisor is pretty happy with the paper exactly <laughs> we take that I we think, take that i think that's a thumbs up that's a thumbs up i think that's a double thumbs Bi- up. major props so going into next week, we're finally hitting probably the peak of uh, winter sports and spring sports kind of starting to intersect with, what, nine games going on today? Yeah, postseason. Nine soon. games. Yeah, po- well, postseason for a few teams, mm-hmm. one or two. Definitely not all three. It's going to be <laughs> right. interesting to see how everything shapes out, especially with the cancellation of games and having to replay them and mm-hmm. push back of everything. It'll, it'll be interesting. So... Ma- major thing that we're going to start focusing on is a uh, softball. Softball. Who's uh, started up their season recently? Yep. Got One a, what, got yesterday. Guess, yeah, I got some yep. dubs at the um, Dome Invitational last night. Three mm-hmm. zero. Mm-hmm. Lindenwood? Lindenwood. Lindenwood. Something like that. Yeah. I think they, they got two games today as well. I believe. I don't. I don't know if like they're are they playing indoors? Is that what the? I think it's an indoor indoor okay. Because yeah. I'm like, dude, like there's no inside dome. You like know? I mean, down even though they're they're down like in Illinois, like it's still like it's still snow. Yeah, yeah. like they I don't. I can't believe they'd have the field cleared off. But I yeah, mean, that's still wouldn't. cool. I mean, just the fact that we're in we're in February talking about softballs. It, it's it's a good thing. Like because mm-hmm. it could be easily pushed off with COVID and the weather. But we're still playing. Well, just like cool. volleyball. Like volleyball is a fall sport isn't it mm-hmm. so yeah. yeah and they start they yep. start today yeah. today, today. northern michigan yep. at 2 p.m 2 p.m mm-hmm. it's gonna be a fun one yeah we got a lot we got a lot got of a lot going, going on, on. Right what nine sports today or over the weekend yes 
Yeah, we got women's, men's tennis, uh, women's and men's track and field, volleyball, softball, women's and men's basketball, and hockey, all competing today Mm -hmm. alone and all weekend. Yeah, not all at home, which is yeah, not all at home. God, that that (laughs) would would be be insane. The traffic here. Yeah, in this the small traffic. town mm-hmm. would be would nuts. Be, I my I would be home. We would I, have like the buses, like the team I buses would, would just be lined up. I in. I would be parked like somewhere on like Woodward Avenue, and I'd walk all the way here because that'd just no. be terrible. I, I mean, would not be in town. I would be. 20 I think minutes it would away. be a little less because no fans. <laughs> no but fans. Yeah. If there was fans, I can imagine that being absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I I would park. I'd probably park at Pizza Hut and walk. That's probably yeah. what I would do. Oh, yeah. I still no, think you'd have to go farther. I'd probably just I leave my just car in my apartment and walk all the way here. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. That I mean, yeah, why, me- like, why mess with... Like, you can literally walk faster than the traffic moves. Yeah. So What else do you do? Well, and then Spe- you got college people that can't drive. Speaking of... That's true, no. but... I mean, we we all drive here, so... Yeah. The old stick and ball sport. Let's talk <laughs> about our baseball careers again. We had a decent <laughs> oh, conversation. Come up. Softball. We're back oh, to that again. Okay. All right, Brendan, you kick us off then. Okay, so we were Mr. talking about Two. before our... Uh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, we were what? talking about our baseball, illustrious baseball careers before uh I wouldn't call yours illustrious. Or before college. <laughs> I think there was more sarcasm in there than you picked up on, Austin. Uh, I, I picked it up. I just wanted to say it. Okay. So, obviously, I kind of want to go over the room and hear, you know, the talented uh, baseball careers we all had throughout middle school and high school. Middle school and high school? Yeah. Well, wow. uh, I mean, I, I was a champion at T-ball. <laughs> champion want to get at T-ball? Deeper. No, I'm just kidding. Interesting. Champion at hitting the T, maybe not Does, wiffle ball, does wiffle ball count? Because, I mean, you said T-ball. Yeah. Wiffle ball is still baseball. Pit- Pitch or machine pitch? Like how about, how about competitive baseball career? Competitive oh. baseball. Did you all? So we wanted to yes. talk about like high school then and middle school. Well, so okay, I mean, so okay, okay, okay. I think I think we have to broaden the range for some people in the room. For but, some uh, people, for, for, for the, others we can specify a little yes. bit. Oh, okay. So, so I in think my that's where he's going. In my okay. situation, I started playing baseball when I was eight years old. Um, in a league called the South Central Youth Michigan Baseball League. That is such a long name. It was um, my hometown, Middleville, the Thornpool Kellogg Trojans, uh, Hastings, and Lowell oh. were the three teams oh. that were in this league. We got a rivalry. So I played in that league for from the time I was about eight years old until eighth grade, I believe. Um, Maple Valley joined our league when we were in middle school, so we had four teams. Um, and Middleville was typically the team that was the team to beat in that league. We were we were pretty good. So then going into high school, uh, I got pulled up my freshman year to play JV baseball. I was not a good hitter. I was maybe a 245, 250 career hitter. Um, but I threw a 225 ERA as a freshman. Not bad. So my strength was in pitching, but I just the love for the game wasn't there. Yeah. Um, and I only played my freshman year. It is a relatively on, boring sport. And then focus on basketball for my last three years in I'd like school, to make so. an argument for the boring sport but I don't think it's a boring sport to play I just my heart from 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 how much I loved the game early on in my life to where I was at as a freshman the love for the game just wasn't there and I, I realized that and I still to this day think I made the right decision yeah. baseball and softball you have to have a passion to play at mm-hmm. that point yeah. I mean well, to continue on it you have boring. to I mean I still play soft slow pitch softball to this day and I started mm-hmm. in eighth grade or not eighth grade when I was eight years old too so I mean you gotta have a passion for it 
Yeah, so how about you in high school then? Did you uh, play baseball? So, yeah, I played ever since, like Brody was kind of said, I kind of did the same thing that Brody did. Uh, I played ever since T-ball, and then I played all the way up until my senior year because I absolutely hated our coach with a burning passion. So so what, you hated him, so you continued playing? No, I didn't play my senior year because didn't I hated play. him. Up okay. to. You yeah, okay, up, up to. to. I, I thought, thought you my senior through, year. I was like, yeah. oh. So, yeah, okay. I didn't play my junior year or senior year just because gotcha. the new head coach was an absolute, can I say no, no, you no. cannot. You cannot. He was not a good a jerk. fit for he you. He was an absolute jerk. Okay, I'll say that. We'll bleep you. That's okay. Beep. Yeah. Erase, so. rewind, e- reboot. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, I so I stopped playing in junior and senior year, um, and I just picked up softball um, throughout the summers in there because I live here in, in Big Rapids, and we have a slow-pitch softball team. Um, just a bunch of old guys that get drunk. <laughs> I mean, it's literally all it is, and you play baseball. Um, this last year, I just played um, – in the A League, and uh, psh, some ballers can play there. Oh, I'll yeah. just say that. There's one game that I literally uh, got walked eight times, and I literally just stood there, and I was like, are you going to walk me again, or can I actually like get a ball to swing at because you're just throwing straight balls? Hmm. He threw like three in a row, and I looked at him, and I was like, okay. okay. And then he looked at me, and he goes, are you going to swing at anything? I'm like, are you going to throw a strike? <laughs> like I'm not gonna swing if you don't throw. So I had like a terrible ER or batting average that whole game, and the one time he throws a strike, I like crushed it out of the park. And he just looked at me and he goes, "Yep, that's why I walked you." Nice. That's a good talk. Only nice. wound up um, winning that game by one run. So oh, not bad, not <laughs> um, bad. Hey, when, yeah, when's that's the really win? all I did. Um, high school was just a bunch of JV and any uh, good varsity stats? And you know your stats or no? Oh, did they keep track of stats? Nah, I mean they did, but I mean I didn't really care. I'm not a I'm not a huge stats guy. I was God, when I got I DH'd a lot. That's all I did. Gotcha. I mean I really didn't play the field, and if I did, it was outfielder, um, first base. I was a focal G DH. Gotcha. I'd go in and either hit for our weakest link, or you know just yep. be the power guy that crushed the ball. All right, worth me? Yeah. Oh well, I mean, I've played throughout pretty much same as the whole table probably played since most of the whole table or most of the whole table. I'll <laughs> the rephrase table, the whole table who has gone so far. Yes. Yeah. Well, let's okay. let's put it there. Uh, yes. So, I, I seven eight. I started T ball and moved up. Um, um, machine pitch. The whole the whole process. The whole. But um, I I wasn't. I was told I was pretty good. Um, I I'm not really a guy that like I think a lot of people that know me. I'm not a guy that gloats a lot about myself. Like I'm just I just don't like I don't like bragging about myself or anything. But he probably um, owns like all the school baseball records. I I do not actually no <laughs> no but no um, he saved those for track and field. Yeah yeah, yeah so, you're right. You're well right. I mean yeah it was um that was the funny thing because like um going into um my my freshman year of high school I mean I played baseball my entire life and um a lot of people were like oh well you're gonna run cross country are you going to run track too and that was something that I always went back and forth with and I ended up choosing baseball just because I loved baseball and then um, I I figured my running um, career was going to really evolve in cross country and that if it ever transferred to college like that was just going to be I'd go to track anyway so like I I just wanted to play baseball a lot and that was actually one of my um, one of my early like when I was if you would have told me I was a freshman or sophomore if I was going to go to college it was going to be for baseball it wasn't going to be for um, like wasn't going to be for running whatsoever that kind of flipped on me in my junior year kind of when I went off in cross country and started getting offers and I was like oh okay I'm going to switch that up but no I mean Reed City was pretty good we had a really good program Uh, we had two Mm -hmm. two two districts uh, almost a regional we were 
One out away from a regional. We lost to West Catholic. Still hate them to this day, but you know what? It's okay. I think uh, um, if you live anywhere near Breed City, Big Rapids, we all hate West Catholic. Yeah. I mean, that that just that spilled over from football, however, a year long ago, and then it's just carried on ever since. No, we, we lost a... We we we, were, we literally played our hearts out. We just could not. We just couldn't beat them. It was we lost three to two, and it was it was brutal. But um, no, I mean, I mean we were great. I mean we have two. We had three guys that committed for college. I believe one still plays now, which is my best friend Hunter. Yeah. Uh, plays at Aquinas. He's a pitcher. Um, I I also like Brody. I was I was a main pitcher guy. That was really where I, um, I think my ERA was somewhere in the the high uh, threes my senior year. But I was also really the um the the main guy. So I'd always be pitching against the the tough conference teams yep. and whatever and uh, so there were times where it just it just didn't go our way but we weren't as strong defensively too and that that had a little bit of part of it but i won't i won't put it on them and say yeah my er is trash because our defense was trash that's not actually true but no i think i wasn't that i was more of a contact guy i wouldn't i don't think i ever had a home run well out of the park i should say i never had one over the fence um hit about two inches actually um uh, on the fence from a home run and later did i learn that was off of a oakland commit Nice. That, that, nice. That, that really ripped Very my heart good. out. No, I think I think it was 280 my senior year batting, but I think my on base was like 380. I was a leadoff guy, so nice, I nice. was the guy that yeah, was you, like, you get probably, on base. You were probably the type of the guy that would hit one to the third baseman on a slow roller and run it out for, probably, for a yeah. field hit, right? Yeah. 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 Oh, pitcher's worst think, nightmare. Start the, the game like as a ground ball to third base, and the guy still reaches. That is... Oh, that is the that is the dream killer right there. Yeah, I also created the Judy a lot against tough or fast pitching. Like sometimes when we struggled, there were like four instances my junior year alone where I would hit a ball and I'd hit I'd hit underneath of it and I'd pop like kind of like a drooping pop up right over the right side. Called it a Judy. It stuck. It's still stuck to this day. It's been like five years since that was born and it's still there. So I guess that's my legacy right there to the Judy. Nice, nice, nice. But no, I mean, I, I remember Reed City having some some pretty good baseball yeah. teams. We yeah. played against Reed City. Yeah. Reed Rapids. I, was some I fun don't think times. I ever. I don't think we ever played against because we we played in quite a few tournaments. Um, like one that stands out is Dewitt tournament. We played in a Dewitt tournament, but uh, I, I do remember Reed City was hearing about Reed City's good baseball programs. Yeah, we we had a fantastic program. It's just we lost we lost a lot of our talent. Our our coach had moved on, made a life decision, and moved on, which was completely um, for him and his family. So, it's kind of been on a little bit of downslope, but it'll be back. It'll be back for sure. But yeah, we've had a lot. We've had a lot of great success, and I was glad to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. I think after the three of us, we need to hear this uh, master elusive okay. BS story over here about his baseball career. Uh, so well, today I will be telling the first of many tales of Brennan Sanders' unathleticism. <laughs> on athleticism. On athleticism. As I am by far the least athletic person in this room. And it's not even close. <laughs> and we'll uh, start we'll start with baseball where I had an illustrious one year career. Okay, stop right there, everybody. Before you start listening, go get your popcorn and find yeah. uh, find a nice yep. seat on the couch because you want to hear this. Yeah, this is gonna be better than a movie. Kick back, relax, and enjoy. So you know, I'll admit I played one season of T ball. What I don't, I barely remember it when I was like six or seven. I enjoyed playing on the chalk with the striped chalk. That was fun. That's all I remember from it was I'd like <laughs> stick my hand in the field chalk. You remember that kid that literally grabbed yes. a handful of it you, and you just was the like, kid who did dandelions? Oh, this is fun. Oh, the, yeah. all, sitting in the outfields like you play with dandelions? Oh, yeah. That straight up me. I'm not even like, <laughs> not probably even like, kidding. wait, what color is this dandelion? It's not normal. I had no clue what I was doing, T ball. So that, but that's just a vague memory. We go seventh grade. I've been watching my best friend, Roman, who. 
he had played baseball. Baseball is his passion. I was like, you know what? Wouldn't it be cool if I tried to share a sport with him? See if I can, you know, increase that friendship. So I was like, you know what? Let's try and play baseball for a year. All right. I joined uh, the school team, school uh, middle school baseball team. All these, you know, nice, cool athletes. Athletes. And then there's me. I love the divide between athletes and Brendan. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. So, first game was, you know, dead snow. I don't know why we even played it, because it was, like, snowing. <laughs> like, it snowed maybe two inches in this game. Nice. Yeah. No hits. I barely... I got on base. I got walked. Uh, that would actually... The only way I would get on base in my baseball career was via walks or hit by pitch. How many times did you get hit by pitch? Twice. Oh. Second game. <laughs> Again, I barely know what I'm doing, so... Like, I'm up there, barely know how to swing a bat. So did you turn not, the wrong way and get hit right in the chest, or did you get out of the even, way properly? <laughs> he got hit in the chest. <laughs> oh, he he Guess what? So, this pitch is getting wild. Wild. I'm up there. I see it coming my way. Straight at my face. Oh, boy. You would think oh naturally. It, this isn't like, you know, a fast pitch, either. This is one where I had time oh, to get out of the way. it's one of those slow doozies that you have time to move, and you're just watching it rose like a statue <laughs> as this thing's coming at my face in my head it's like you know what you're scared of the baseball maybe it's time for you to you know grow a pair and get oh, hit by no. this pitch oh, not no. only did it hit me square right in the cheek <laughs> oh my oh, no. right in the face <laughs> did you fall over oh yeah <laughs> I thought for sure I was like I was like damn I must be dead might be dead here did, did, were the glasses on? No, no, heck no! Oh, I did not play <laughs> sports without my glass with my glasses on. I did. I would have died. Oh, I would have blinded myself. I would have blinded the myself. You would have uh, would have ceased to exist. Oh, if you exactly. Played with your glasses on. Exactly, exactly. So that was first that traumatizing experience getting hit in the face with the baseball. Well, now we know more than one. Baseball. There's more than one. So second, <laughs> third game. Third yes, game. Yes, to answer that question. Yes. Third game. I, I had learned it was traumatizing for me, right? You know, getting hit in the face with the baseball. I, I had heard stories after that my head co baseball coach had talked to Roman. And he said, yeah, he had looked like he was going to maybe try and catch the baseball <laughs> in the batter's box. With his mouth? <laughs> yeah, it must have been. <laughs> because apparently it was a very slow pitch. I don't know what I was doing. Third game. Oh, God. I had learned. I did a full 180. I saw it coming my way. 180, you know, turned my... Got hit in the butt. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Got hit in the butt. That is way more painful than you viewers who have never been hit in the butt. Yes, Mike it actually it hurts. hurts. It hurts less Especially than if you have a butt. I'm, like sure, even I'm it's sure if it, uh, it hurts worse getting hit in the face. I'm 100% yes. sure, but... So, was, so at that point, I was like... Damn, the baseball world is uh, having it out for me. I might not. Uh, this might not be for me. <laughs> I might have chosen the wrong sport I to play. I have chosen the wrong sport here. <laughs> well, there goes that friendship. No, no. He wasn't even on the team. That's the thing. This man Wait, didn't what? even play. No, my, my brain didn't even comprehend that he had played for probably the same league that Brody oh, played yeah. in. I remember, the, I remember a kid named Roman. He was a third baseman, right? 
Yeah, and pitched and caught yep. and yep, yep. 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 You probably oh, met I him. Played against pl- him. Yep, you probably played so against him. So the whole him. point of this My, story was you joined this team to play with your friend, and you never even played with your friend. Even, not didn't even play in the same league. <laughs> what the heck? Didn't even play in the same league, and uh, you know, didn't get a hit. Didn't true story. All in all, zero percent batting average. Uh. I don't know what the on-base percentage is because I did get on-base. In fact, I scored a few, you know, runs. My base running was actually decent. Never made a catch in the outfield. Actually, probably allowed many, a few inside triples. I allowed a few triples. Okay, and also, because I'm not fast. So if the balls, you know, hit away from me, I'm not fast. So, doomed. You're doomed. doomed. You're doomed. (laughs) Because... I might have fallen down once trying to backpedal. <laughs> backpedal. <laughs> backpedal. That's the number one thing you don't do in the outfield. Yeah, but my football self was like Turn and burn. <laughs> Turn and burn. I backpedaled. Fell down. <laughs> Louder. I can just, I can picture this. I can so yeah, see yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Laying on the back, feet go straight up the yeah. air, flipped over the head. But yep, all yep, still yep, going. Yep. We're like, wait, where'd Brendan yep, go? Yep, yep. So just turning in his inner D B and just backpedaling all the way to the ball. Oh, yeah. I hit two foul balls. I got a single steal. I did get a steal, which, again, if you know my speed, I'm not going to admit my speed to you guys. I mean, you kind of are right now, the fact that you are. Very slow. Very slow. (laughs) Definitely should not have gotten a steal. So did they throw the ball down at you when you stole? I beat beat the throw. Oh, okay. So it was a a legit steal. It was a a legit steal because I don't think he had any... Did he hesitate so, to throw the ball, or did he, like... He, like, fumbled... The catcher, like, fumbled the pitch a Oh, okay, okay, It wasn't, okay. like, a while, but he, like, dropped it just enough, and I don't think he realized that, first off, that I was dumb enough to actually run on that, because it was not a typical run. It was, like, just a casual drop, so it probably caught him off guard. And, two, the ump gave it to me, too, because the guy turned... or I definitely slid... And I came up like two inches short of the bag. <laughs> so, but he called me safe without uh, realizing that I had not touched the bag yet. So I was like scooting on my butt. He as was he, scooting. As He's he like, called, I see it, but I gotta get he, there. Yeah, as he called me safe, I was like scooting on my butt to try and get to the. <laughs> so my uh, stats was one steal, like two uh, runs, like score, scored twice. Two hit by pitches, two foul balls. And that's a illustrious baseball career. That deserves to be in the Hall of Fame first ballot. So, first ballot. So we touched on Brendan's uh, Hall of Fame moments. How about for the other three of us? What's like one one baseball moment that you had that stands on your mind as like a really cool play or or your the thing you did best in baseball? One specific thing. One specific thing. Like Austin, did you hit a walk off grand slam or I would have Brandon, to did you say... make a diving catch in the outfield to save. A, the run to I have made keep diving catches. I think the number one that sticks out for me is um my or my sophomore year. I was on varsity and um the the JV team did not have any um enough players to play in this tournament. And me and my buddy Steven were we were on varsity already. We'd played there. We'd even been on the freshman uh, there on freshman year. And um they're like, "Hey, uh the JV coach like, you guys just want to go play in this JV tournament?" I was like, "Really?" It's like, "Yeah." So uh, long story short, uh, championship game. Um, he, Stephen was catching, I was pitching, and I threw a no hitter. 
Very nice. To win it. So I think that very was the, nice. And I think there were probably about thirty knuckleballs thrown that game. And I had not thrown a knuckleball my entire career before then. That was one thing I never knew how to do is throw a knuckleball. It's I, very I, hard. I know how to do it. I know exactly how to do it. I don't. But actually doing it is something different. So good for you throwing yes. a knuckleball. Awesome. Um, what about you? I'd have to say my freshman year we were playing Hesperia and it was cold, like cold cold to where like you can feel your bones shatter mm-hmm. especially playing in baseball mm-hmm. and i had, i had been hitting pretty decent all night and the coach finally wound up just saying put them on and so i got i got intentionally walked well we came back up and the game's on the line and i don't know what the rule is about intentional walking or not but he couldn't do it again the um told him no oh don't know why but so he couldn't intentionally walk me so he's sitting here having his pitcher like throw balls on purpose, like all in the dirt, all around my head. I finally got pissed because I wanted to hit the ball because we were we were tied and I wanted to go home. I was cold. I was ready to go home. So I fouled tip to one of them and he looked at me and he goes, are you stupid? <laughs> like, and I saw I was like, can you throw me a strike? Like, yeah, I just want to go home. I want to call a game right now. Mm-hmm. And he goes, he just the pitcher just looked at his coach and the coach just goes, Okay, and shrugged his shoulders. So I was like, <laughs> all right, game on. He throws me a fastball down the middle and high in the zone, like right at my chest. And, like, I'm 6'2", so, I mean, that's, like, perfect for me. Mm-hmm. Literally stepped into that thing and drove it right into their high school because their high school was, like, so the way you looked at the field, home plate, when you're batting, you're looking right into their high school. Mm-hmm. My ball went into their classroom window. <laughs> and shattered their window. Wow. Very nice. So I'm literally like running the bases and all, all you hear is cling right through the window. And I'm like, I just shattered someone's window. And I'm turning Pretty third good. and I turn and look over my shoulder and like two people are going to the building to try and see like what broke or whatever. And the coach comes back. He goes, yeah, you shattered our window. And I'm like, You're that's welcome. unfortunate. My You're bad. <laughs> Maybe next time you will um, just pitch me the first time and I won't be mad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then we wound up winning four to four to three, so that was fun. Nice, very nice. Very nice. So mine was uh, my freshman year. Again, the last year I played, I was on, I was on JV. We were playing South Christian, um, who was number one in our conference. We were number two, I believe. We were like fourteen and four at the time, and they were like fifteen and three. So we were playing for first place. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was pitching and made it through five innings with only two hits allowed, no runs. We were up two to nothing. Uh, they, my coach pulled me when I only had 65 pitches. Whoa! Uh, and my dad, after the game, told me that the opposing team's parents were cheering that they pulled me out of the game. Mm-hmm. So that made me feel pretty good. And then the next inning, uh, they actually tied it up. So it was two-two going into the top, the bottom of the seventh. We were up again, and I had hit a leadoff double. And the guy after me, named Kyler Pavasek hit a single and I made it all the way home to score the winning run. Heck yeah. Wow. So, That's nice. cool. That was like the one well-rounded game I played as a baseball player. Because <laughs> <laughs> usually it was just the pitchy, man. Usually it was not, not anything with hitting. So, All right. That concludes our baseball discussion for <laughs> hopefully the semester. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully. Well, one more. Do you guys think Ferris should bring back baseball? I mean, they have a club team, yeah. and speaking of someone who was okay. on the club team for Are a hot, club? I did for a hot minute, but I'm not going to say anything about it. I Bad. just, I went, to, not, went, I went a week, 
and that's all I'm going to say. Okay. And there's a reason I went for a week. I, I've heard about him, and I know they play, played like Florida last year and stuff, mm-hmm. which is pretty yeah. cool. I know a couple guys that played for it, but it's ne- it's definitely not the same as like... No, I mean, not at all. Yeah, clubs just not... It's I not th- the same. I think it's a Title Nine issue, right? That's yeah. why they can't have baseball yeah. is because they have to have the same number of sports. Yep. So I guess if they, if they could... F- find a way to add another woman's sport then yeah baseball would definitely make sense to come back mm-hmm. which would be really cool i mean we get another another woman's sport and then we get to have have baseball as well correct mm-hmm. that's kind of my thoughts on it too is i know we had baseball mm-hmm. back in the 70s yep i almost talked to a former alumni who uh teaches here but about it last year and it fell through but it was basically yeah that it was all because of title nine and they had to get rid of like wrestling and baseball mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. all these like many different men's sport which it's fair they had to do that to get back in the regulations but i think that it's almost about time i don't know where we'd put a baseball field right there's one down um it's actually win kellum yeah mm-hmm. it's, Wynn-Kellum? It's, that's where they play that's oh, okay. where they play it's down by like the the rotary fish plant. hatchery mm-hmm. oh okay so okay, interesting oh, yeah, hospital, behind the hospital it's a, it's a big field though it's, it's huge. definitely a pitcher's park there's a real nice or, uh house right behind center field you see a nice window <laughs> <laughs> stainless steel window always has nice little things in it i'm sure you've seen it brandon yeah i, I know what you're talking about no it's like four it's like a i don't even know what it is 370 left and right 420 yeah. straight like it oh, comerica park yeah it's literally oh, yeah, dude. Like center field is farther than comerica park it's yeah, it's yeah. i think it's field. 425 if i remember correctly something like center. that wow that's yeah. played plenty of games there for summer ball and stuff so yeah it's definitely a pretty fun field it's very old though 370 to the corners. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, okay, 425 is pretty extreme. Yeah, but think center, about playing that in high school. That's right, that was our right, high no, school that's, field. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. So I mean, 425 is is extreme for center field, but you know, most center fields are 410, 415. I don't know anybody that but knows big rapids. 370 to the corners. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like some ballparks are like 320. Yeah. yeah. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's something like that. It might be a little shorter, but it's it's, it's a, still that's big. St- that's still. If you you hit a dinger there, that's a real dinger. You can almost put another baseball field into the corners of that. So yeah, I know um, one. I know I've known of one person that hit a home run in the game at Winkelm, and it was actually scrimmage, and it was um, it was Elliot Blair. Mm -hmm. That was the only one that I knew hit a home run out of that field, and that was crazy. That was like in our like a scrimmage practice type of thing. I think that was left center too that he hit it out. Mm -hmm. So it was it was a legit home run. All right. Well, I think... I like the sound effect on that. Yeah. I think that might be it for today. Yeah. We got what? Yeah, we got through all our main goals. Talked baseball for a lot longer than I was expecting to, even though... You started it. I started it. I started it. Alluded to our Hall of Fame careers. Yeah, Yeah. especially mine. Yeah. And overall, I think it's time for uh, us to say goodbye. So, I'm Brennan Sanders. Brandon Worth. Brody Kaiser, Austin Arquette, and we will see you next week.